The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today. And depending on where you live and where you're hearing this, it's uh, a little bit of fall weather out here for us in North Carolina. Oh, it's chilly. Yeah, it's football season, though. I love football season. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Vinny, how's those... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> How those what? Those Mets? No, no, the Mets are doing well. The Giants, not so much. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we yeah. like to tease each other. Very nice teams that we root for are both the same 0-2, so that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking it's going to be the Colts and the Giants and the Toilet Bowl. It's going to be a tie score. It might be, but that's not what we're talking about today. Not today. Today we are talking about integrity, and we're going to talk lots of different things about integrity, and part of that, what makes it so hard to have integrity um, these days? What, why do you see so little of it? But before we kind of get into that, Alan, how did we come up with this topic? Well, I remember last week we were uh, talking and Robbie wasn't going to be here. We're, we miss Robbie. He's, um, where's he at? Nashville. 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 Nashville, Nashville. One, one of those two. One of those villes. With or without the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But we miss him. And we were talking about, you know, Vinny and I were talking on the way home and um, he said, what are we going to do the topic on? I'm like, what do you want to do the topic on? And I'll just pass it to Vinny, Vinny because when we talk, when the topic came up, he was so passionate about it, I knew it had to happen. That's right. We were talking about it, and I thought about it. And, you know, I'm really not a pro at this uh, radio stuff. I just speak my heart. And when he told me, what are we going to talk about, it just jumped out of me. Why don't we talk about integrity? You think that uh, I was, you know, hoping that Sam and, Robbie would like it, but then I remembered that Robbie wasn't going to be here. So Al agreed with me, and there we are driving down the road doing 40, 50 miles an hour, and he's looking on his telephone, looking up what the word integrity means, and I says, well, integrity means keep your eye on the road. Buddy. I was at a uh, stoplight, and you know it. Vinny, you weren't driving, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay. But at that time, I could have been better than them. Yeah, I wasn't hitting any curbs or anything. Right. Anyway, we said, that would be a good topic. And I said, call up uh, Sam, see what he thinks, because I knew that Robbie wasn't going to be here. And evidently, they got together and, and they came to accord. Yeah, let's do it. Integrity. Now, for me, you know, the, the dictionary is very short on it, you know, in explaining what it te- uh, to have in integrity. But uh, for me, integrity comes in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's uh, it's uh, massive what you can put integrity to in words, you know. Uh, and then... I asked uh, Al, I says, Al, you're very knowledgeable with the Bible, which I can't read anymore. I says, look, I can figure out what I'm going to say just because of my uh, long standing on this earth. (laughs) (laughs) You're tenured. You're tenured. 
Yeah, there you go. And uh, so he, I told him, I says, what's a good psalm that we can pick, you know, and tie it in with the Lord? So it was Psalm 15. And being as I can't read, I'm going to turn it over to Al just to let him read this and get us started on what should be a very interesting show. Absolutely. We're going to do it with integrity. Absolutely. So <laughs> this is from uh, Psalm 15 where David, uh, they've just brought the, the Ark of the Covenant back to Mount Zion, and it's in the tent. And as he's, he's looking at the tent and he's thinking about who's really worthy to stand in God's uh, before God. And this is what he writes. Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbor and casts no slur on others, who despises a vile person but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind, who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things will never be shaken. And I think if ever there was a, a male side to Proverbs 31, that's it. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, one of the quotes from Groundhog Hog Day. Man, I am so close. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, just, just missed, just missed it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a little bit far from that, but you know, it's because of Jesus's grace, obviously, that we any, any of us can stand there. Uh, I want to go ahead and get to a clip on, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about why we don't see more integrity these days. But uh, this clip is from a pretty funny movie, Liar Liar. It and, really is. And so, when you set it up a little bit, well, um, Jim Carrey's character, his his son had a birthday and he missed the birthday party. Promised he was going to be there and he wasn't. The son's disappointed and he makes the wish at the birthday cake that my dad would never tell another lie. And his dad's a lawyer. So right away, that's just the difficulty of 10. Um, and at this point, he had to spend a whole day realizing he couldn't tell a lie. And this is when he gets back up with his son later that day. Now, Max, I got to talk to you. Your mommy told me about that wish you made last night. It came true, Max. Really? You mean you have to tell the truth? Yes. No matter what? No matter what? Is wrestling real? In the Olympics, yes. On Channel 23, no. Will sitting too close to the TV set make me go blind? Not in a million years. If I keep making this face, will it get stuck that way? Uh-uh. In fact, some people make a good living that way. Now listen, Max. you got to do something for me. I need you to take back that wish. So you can lie? Yes. But not to you. You see, Max, sometimes grown-ups need to lie. <laughs> It's hard to explain, but if... Look, here's a good example. When your mommy was pregnant with you, she gained a good 40 pounds. There was nothing she wouldn't eat, and Daddy was scared. But when she'd ask me, how do I look? I'd say, honey, you look great. You're beautiful. You're glowing. If I'd have told Mommy she looked like a cow, it would have hurt her feelings. Understand? My teacher tells me real beauty's on the inside. That's just something ugly people say. Max, no one can survive in the adult world if they have to stick to the truth. I could lose my case. I could lose my promotion even lose my job now i need your help max okay but i can't why not because i don't want you to lie i explained this i have to lie everybody lies mommy lies even the wonderful jerry lies but you're the only one that makes me feel bad 
Wow, that's a heartbreaker. Oh, you know, do you remember the first time somebody flat out lied to you in that feeling you had that they betrayed you? Oh, I do. Uh, it wasn't a pretty day. It was a fight. And I don't even know why I was fighting. Uh, uh, I, I guess to preserve my integrity and what we were doing. It was on the ball field. We were playing baseball. And we got into it, and the coach came up and just got the both of us, like our father, you know, talking to us like a, he was our father. And after he finished with us, I had a uh, deep understanding what integrity meant. Uh, it's better to forgive and live with it. But as I told the guys before we came on the air, it's just so many words, so many things in life, you know, trust, uh, comes into the word integrity, mm -hmm. so many of it. And I'm struggling right here, because, and they're both looking at me. Can you believe <laughs> How do you bail know? You can't out. see us. We were going to bail you. you know, we were going to bail you. I remember... <laughs> When, when somebody I truly cared about lied to me for the first time. And there was an old saying that, I, that just changed in my mind, and it was that nobody likes a liar. That's what I used to hear. Nobody likes a liar. Nobody likes a liar. At that moment, I realized it's not that nobody likes a liar. Everybody hates a liar. And when your words and your actions contradict, contradict each other, that's when hearts get broken. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, part of the topic is you know, what, what makes it so hard these days and why do we see such little integrity? I think Vinny said it yeah. best. Go ahead, Vinny. Really, my opinion is uh, the loss of family structure. Mm -hmm. uh, without that, you're not going to have integrity because everybody goes their own way, says what they want to say, does what they want to do. They don't think about it being right or wrong and the thing to do. And... I find it kind of sad, you know, because I've been on this good earth a long time, and I've seen the family structure, and I've seen the breaking up of the family structure, and, and it's sort of like accepted, mm -hmm. where I couldn't accept it. And now, as that's like 30, 40 years ago, I'm accepting it, and I'm saying to myself, why are you capitulating for it? This is wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and there was, that's where integrity comes in. I am who I am, just like... Uh, Popeye. Popeye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good, thank you. Um, you know, and there, it's true. Th there's a definition uh, that goes with exactly what you're talking about. When, and one of the definitions of integrity is the state of being um, whole, entire, or undiminished. For instance, the watertight integrity of a ship. Yeah, you know, I want to make sure that the loss of the family structure um, for me is a lot of it's the loss of the family values, right? That, that goes in that when you have parents, whether it's single parent, which, cause you can have a single parent that has incredible integrity and passes that on to their kids. It's easier in a, in a dual parent household, obviously. And I think that's what God's design always was. I don't question that, but I think when parents, whether it's one or two decide that they don't want to let their kids live with the consequences, Right. and try to get them out of the consequences of things that they really need to learn from, 
is really where the integrity isn't built. That's right. Because you know, some of that integrity for me is, you know, I messed up and I had to deal with consequences and dealing with those consequences said, hey, I don't want to be here again. So I got to do something different. I got to change something. I got to present something in a way that's more genuine, you know, than what I was doing. And, and that's when integrity starts to get built is when we face sometimes those consequences. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about why it's so hard to see integrity these days. But we're not going to leave you there. We're going to talk about what can you do about it? Right. How can you move more towards integrity? And if you feel like you lost it, how can you start gaining some of it back? If you want more information or past podcasts, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Again, that's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Once upon a time, there was a nice house that lived with a family. The house loved the family and took care of them. One day, it started to rain and rain. The house wanted to protect the family, but the water got inside and ruined everybody's everythings. The house was so sad, but the family didn't think it could happen. They told the house that they would take better care of her, always. Protect what matters. Learn more about your flood risk at floodsmart.gov forward slash care. That's right. Won't back down. That's a big sign of integrity, isn't it? Well, it depends on how bad you're being stubborn about it. And it depends what you're backing down from, exactly. right? Now, one of the things I want to point out is we really, really miss Dennis, but we so much appreciate his involvement every week. Right. When he picks the bump in music. That he puts it, a lot of time and effort and thought into and it. And he usually nails it. Yeah. I mean, he just really nails it. That There's something about when you have integrity, it means that you're standing for something, Right that's right and true but when we left we were talking about the breakdown of the family structure we we're talking about the loss of family values now that kind of leads us a little bit to a clip doesn't it it does we've got a clip from wall street and it's the scene where a factor father and son factor <laughs> sorry when a father and son that was a german plane that was the fucker um i'm lost but it's the a father, father and son, son yeah uh acting duo emilio estevez or I'm sorry, uh, Charlie Sheen, Sheen and Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen are both uh, in a scene together in Wall Street. The father is the honest um, me- mechanic who's in ch- he's lead mechanic and he's in the union. And the sons, they've tried everything within this takeover of this airline. They've tried to bribe him. They've tried to sweet talk him. And now his son is trying to intimidate him and, and just just not to give his opinion of what the truth is. And it creates a, a moment where this father has to stand his ground and, and say, I'm not going to, not even for my son will I back off my integrity. Now, isn't part of this also that you have another character in it, Gordon Gecko, right? right. And, and Gecko is kind of the flashy, he seems to have it all together, and, and dad doesn't so much. Right. So let's listen to how this plays out. Blue we'll come back and talk about color. it. 
Well, congratulations, Dan. You just did a great job of embarrassing me in there, not to mention yourself. Look, save the workers of the World Unite speech for next time. I heard it too much growing up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You are going to get axed, Dad. No two ways about it. You and Airline are going right down the tubes, just like Brandon. And if it isn't Gecko, it's going to be some other killer. He's using you, kid. No. What I see is a jealous old machinist who can't stand the fact that his son's become more successful than he has. What you see is a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his What? That's because you never had the guts to go out into the world and stake your own claim. Boy, if that's the way you feel, I must have done a really lousy job as a father. As far as being axed, I'm still around, and as long as I am, I have a responsibility to the union membership I represent. Your responsibility, Dad, is to present the facts, not your opinions to your men. You're going to destroy their lives. Don't do it. Let the membership decide for themselves. When my men come to me tomorrow morning wanting to know what's going on, I'll be going to bummer the light. Yeah, that kind of jumped a little bit there, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It got choppier. Yeah, it did get choppier. But really what you have is a dad standing his ground saying, I'm going to do the right thing here. And you have a son that's really kind of looking from a different perspective. Yeah, That's true. The, the son is, his father was a blue collar worker. And the son felt like, wow, I'm going to go make my claim to the world. I'm going to make my stake. I'm messing up that line from the movie. But, you know, he's going to go after the white collar job. He's going after uh, what he envisions success is material goods. The father believes that it's hard work, doing a good job, and being a man of integrity. So you definitely have a breakdown of family structure. You have a breakdown of family values. But in this part, you get to see another another part of the thing that chips away at that integrity in our lives, which is the world around us. Right. Right. The environment that says that, you know, not having integrity is not only okay, but sometimes it's rewarded in society, isn't it? Oh, and that's exactly what happens in this movie, that in order to get in with Gordon Gecko, the uh, Charlie Sheen's character has to do something illegal or has to he does some insider training trading my mouth is not working today yeah but he's got to do something wrong to get his attention get gordon gecko's attention to become with the in crowd and that's the lure and the enticement of the world around us you know if you compromise your integrity your values then we'll give you something and we'll we'll give you a little more the more you do it and in the end it landed both of them in jail yeah i mean what's Really, what's a little white lie mean, right? At the end of the day, it's just chipping away at that integrity. When I do a lot of training with guys, one of the things that I remind them of, because building houses, you have moments of truth. You have moments of truth of whether you're going to let something go on that you shouldn't let go on. Well, maybe the homeowner won't see it, things like that. And I say, guys, and we hire really good guys, and they do a great job, but I remind them that your integrity can never be taken from you. You can only give it away. And that's a decision we all have to make a lot of days is, is am I going to hold on to this integrity? You have any? You just touched on something that just blew my mind. Here I am at 84 years old and I've raised a family I thought with integrity. They were children and I raised them the way we were supposed to raise them as a family. Now all my children growing up and now they're in their 60s, okay, and they said, Dad, you don't understand. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I said, wait a minute. You want me to change and change the way what I know is right and what I believe just so I could understand you? I think it's the other way around. What are you going to teach your kids? 
Are you going to give them integrity? And that, I believe, is what is the, probably the closest thing to integrity is the breakdown of family. Now mm -hmm. I've got grown-up adults telling me that that's the way it is. Yeah. No, it ain't that way. It doesn't have to be that way. You're, you're selling out. Mm-hmm. You know, Alan, as far. Oh, sorry, guys. Alan, now you had a story about where your dad kind of helped you along these lines of integrity, didn't you? It was similar to the Wall Street clip. Um, I, I got into a discussion with my dad and, you know, I was in a point in my life where I had been raised to create this illusion around you. And it was, the illusion was more important than anything else. And so my integrity became more about what people thought I was rather than what I really was. And my dad came to a point we said, where he said, Al, in everything I do, my integrity has to be up here at a hundred hundred percent. I can't change. I don't even know where you're at. You're so far down. I can't see you and I'm not going to come down. And this is paraphrasing, but I'm not going to come down there to get you. You have to fight your way up to get integrity. And so for me, not long after that, I, I asked Jesus Christ into my heart. I became a Christian. And as I read the Bible, I understood what my dad was talking about, what the purpose of integrity was. It wasn't just for what others think. It's for the, the confidence and the um, humility within you that you're going to do the right thing. That's, that's what the father looks at in us. And so it got to be, I was, this is 10 years later and I'd really worked hard. And every time I saw a moment of integrity, it became a crisis for me. We have to do the right thing. And I was vehement and I wasn't going to let anybody dissuade me from that. And my wife said, why, why are you so upset? And I didn't really know. And, I, and then it occurred to me what had my dad had said. And she said, you're not that man anymore. You've made every decision you've made. It's been that important to you to make the right decision. It, and it was every decision. I mean, for me, every decision, every action became a moment of crisis because I did not want to be a man without integrity. Right. You know, yeah, I think right. part of the issue that people face is <clears throat> sometimes, a, say it the way I mean it, I guess, is, is the lack of authenticity right. demonstrated by their parents. You know, if you've had a dad that's really successful and, and never looks as though they make a mistake or a mom for that matter, and all of a sudden it seems like they never have a problem, what happens when you run into your first problem? Right. You, you don't know how to handle it. And I think sometimes that integrity is also having that. And it, it's not that I don't think it. I know sometimes that integrity is even going back to your kids sometimes and say, you know what, I kind of blew that one. You know, yeah. I, probably, I made the wrong call there a little bit. Because I think kids can appreciate the fact that you, they notice when you do something that's wrong. That's probably the greatest compliment, compliment I've ever gotten from my family was from my son, Joshua. And we were talking about um, fatherhood and, and how I was, I was trying to let him know that it's a struggle. He goes, you know, one of the greatest things about you, Dad, is that you're not perfect. In fact, that plays out all the time. <laughs> but he said, I've never known you to be wrong. When you didn't, as soon as you realized it, I've never known you not to go back and try to fix it and go one better. He said, that's one thing that if you make a mistake with me, you come back and you own it. To me, that was, I really didn't think of it in those terms, but to him, that was what he wanted. He, he appreciated somebody that was going to say, you know, I got upset with you for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. I was upset about something else. It was displaced and I shouldn't have talked to you that way. I shouldn't have held you accountable like that. I apologize that to him 
meant more than a it meant more to him to have somebody that would do that than to have a perfect father. And we have this lack of ownership that's taken. Right. People don't want to take ownership for their actions. They don't want to stand up and say, you know, I kind of blew that one. And so we have a couple minutes left in, in the show. And so let's talk a little bit about what can we do to move back towards that place of integrity if we've lost it? Or how can we hold on to it? Either one of those. What are some thoughts that you guys have on that? I think it's a matter of standing your ground. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've said it on the show many times, but my grandfather told me one time, I was a young young boy, and he had me by the hand, and you know, he was always trying to teach me the good things, you know, speak in Italian, and uh, he said to me, Vincent, there's only two ways to do things, the right way and the wrong way, and I just let it go. But I have lived my life thinking about what he told me that day when we were walking. There is so much truth to that. There is only two ways. You can't slice it any other way, the right way and the wrong way. And if we get back to living as a family and care for our children, care for our wives, and care for our husbands, we will be doing it the right way. And I think, for me, it's pride versus humility. Is your pride so great that you're going to say whatever it takes to make you look good? Or is your integrity and your humility going to come through that you know, I'm not going to be somebody I'm not supposed to be? I'm going to be exactly what I am. I'll own my mistakes and let the chips fall where they may. And like I said, nobody likes a liar, but every lo- everybody loves somebody they can trust. You know, it, what I think is really cool about the Bible is it's full of really good people that sometimes chose to not have the right integrity. Right? David did that. Abraham did that. But they grew in the Lord, and they moved past that. And for me, a lot of that is realizing, yeah, there's a place that I have to play, a role that I have to play where I stand my ground, Vinny, but also have to be humble enough to say, God, I can't do this alone. There's so many days i got to say, I don't want to be that man anymore. I want to be more of this man that you're calling me to be, and I need your help here. And so this is something we're meant to walk with the Father in and not just do it by ourselves. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Those are the struggles that make a good man a godly man. That's right. Well, thanks for listening this week. And if you want to learn more about integrity, go back and listen to some of our past podcasts and see how you can move closer to God. Because when you move closer to the Father, integrity comes right along with it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>